0: podcast platforms. Be sure to give me a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well at Matt Stocks DJ. That way you can keep up to date with all of my live QA dates, my DJ performances, and of course who's coming up on the show as well. But without further ado, let's crack on with the show, shall we? Here we go.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring.
0: This is Rambo, Matt in charge, Matt. Matt, lovely to meet you. Cheers. Juliet. Rambo. Cheers. I'm Tony. You're a liar. That's rotten. I'm Rambo. John, this is Matt. Hi, mate. Nice to meet you. You are right? Thanks for your time, Matt. John. Hello. Nice to meet you. How are
2: you? So this is the final interview. This This is is it, mate. This is the the end of the line. Where's where's best (laughs) to set up, Tony? Here, mate. Here? He'd like to hear for sound inside if that's right with you. Just make sure it sounds all right. Do you want to do it outside? How long is this going to be? Just 30 minutes. We can do it outside. Yeah? Yeah, because I I like to have a ciggy. Okay. I can't can't bear the impression of four walls. You're you're the man in charge. Is that Matt? You have
0: to turn right. Turn right. It's not loud. Yeah, right. Could be worse. Two, two, two. Yep, yep, yep. Do you, do you like right? a glass of water?
2: I'd love one. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's one going. Yeah, we've got some <sighs> fresh water. But I reckon we're well tuned. We like uh, like, do you want a beer, John, or water or? Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, where would you like Oh, it's radio,
0: right? Yeah, it's well, it's like a podcast. But yeah, it's um film though, isn't it? if we can do a couple of photos whilst the interview's right. taking place. Right.
2: You don't mind if my hairdresser oh,
0: comes in or Yeah, this yeah, you, well, you've got to get your spruce up ready for your close-up. Yeah, visuals.
2: <laughs> Liar!
0: Now here's a question, John. Oh no. Can I pinch a cigarette off you? Yes you can. Is that alright?
2: Yes. There you go.
0: What a pleasure. Have Thanks a I can see no one
2: smokes. Did you here. smoke? <laughs> no, I'm
0: alright, thank you. So let me just spin him round that way. To pick up your dulcet tones. <laughs>
2: wow. Well
0: congratulations, first of all. I hear forty eight hours ahead of release that the book is in fact sold out.
2: Yeah, so. that, well, that surprised us, because we know it comes with a healthy price tag, but, I mean, it, it, there's no money to be made for us on this. Uh, we wanted it to be a book of true quality and not quantity. And there's a, it's, it's, it's the pill at its like, finest essence. Uh, you go for the best you possibly can, and, uh, and there it is. That requires a limited edition. It's... um. The first time ever really, 127 songs from the Pistols, through Pill and everything I've done in between has all been put together in in one one piece. And that came together, not even as an original concept. It came about because um, we were on tour and an option to do China crept in. And uh, the Chinese government asked for us uh, to put together every lyric that I'd ever written, so we did. They approved. Shock, horror right. to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, apparently this, um, you know, dictatorial uh, government uh, found something interesting in me uh, as a person. Really, every song I've ever written is against that kind of oppression. Exactly,
0: exactly against and, it, yeah. uh,
2: and so they felt fascinating. So that I started to read them and I started to do little drawings, as indeed I did originally when I first wrote them. And, uh, and envisioned the, the moments. That's 127 separate moments in my life as to what frame of mind I was in at that specific I was going to ask time. you, it
0: must have taken you through 40 years of emotional yes. ups and downs A as well. A roller
2: right? coaster, man. A roller coaster. Some just broke my heart. Things like deaf disco, you know, the, the loss of my mother who mattered very much to me. That's the woman who taught me how to read and write when I was four years old. Uh, and, uh, and, and then having to, to, to refrain from the added verses, because we performed the song live to this day, of, of the death of my father a few years back. So, so live I improvise my father's scene in that song. But I wanted it to be the original lyrics and the original frame of mind. So I was so torn putting that together. And I didn't want the whole page to be black and dark. So I just wrapped the words "death" and disco around black, but with a gold braiding. And it's really through great pain, great creativity can come. For me, my mum and dad are not dead, they're still up there somewhere. And in there, right? And it's so important to me, the connection. And I hope somehow, through my eyes, they're they're looking down and going, well done, Johnny, we knew you could do it. Are you close with your siblings? Yeah, my
0: brother's very close. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. And I mean, when you were but growing... I've learnt not to take their advice. <laughs> <laughs> Why so? <laughs> Some pretty unsound advice was dished out earlier. Yeah, I'm it? the eldest. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and even though when I was
2: like seriously ill when I was young, and still, you know, took four years to recover my memory, I still had to get for my brothers their porridge and and put their socks on and tie their laces because my mum was sick an awful lot of the time, and my father had to work away. So I've always had that caring thing I I like to look after Um, people that need help whether they they be younger than me or any age at all it's just how it is with me and I hope that's what the songs translate to the rest of the world Uh, I've been like somewhat ridiculed in the media but at the same time I mean I do ask for it (laughs) I'm a challenging fella but I'm a caring one and there's not a single song or word or phrase or anything at all in that book that means bad to any of my fellow human beings.
0: I was going to ask that's, you. That's
2: basically the story of my life so far.
0: Because your whole life's work seems to me to be about giving a voice to the disenfranchised, the disaffected, the downtrodden. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I mean that sincerely as yep. a fan. So, I mean. And I, and I mean that as
2: a human being because I've, got, I've, I've been through this. Sorry, so, you're your fire? Yeah. And to this day, it's still there, isn't it? They're still writing scandalously ridiculous headlines without bothering to, like, understand the content of what it is I'm doing and saying, and by
0: example leading. What do you think of a phrase? There is no such thing as bad publicity. I think it's utterly ridiculous. <laughs> it's absolutely not true.
2: Because I've used Notoriety it. comes. I've at a used cost, it right? myself sometimes, just to sling it back, you know. Um, Of course there's bad publicity. When it's spiteful about uh, your family and your friends and your background and your upbringing, then you have to stand up and face that, because that's challenging reality. So yeah, if there is such a thing as bad publicity, and the the British media is absolutely stuck solid in bad publicity. It's it's almost spiteful and vindictive and jealous of um, what they perceive as success in others.
0: Is that part of the reason why you moved to America? Because there seems to be a cultural difference for me in that they don't try well, and yeah, tear it, people down directly.
2: that bad and negative press led to uh, police harassment, endless police raids, and it was impossible for me to function here anymore. I knew sooner or later, you know, you're fearful of this, planting might come in as a philosophy adopted by them. In fact, some of the police officers actually told me they were considering that. You know, as a warning sign. And so uh, as a band at the time, uh, Public Image, we couldn't get any gigs here. We were banned everywhere. All local councils and town halls would be up against us. So uh, well, we just upped our bags and, and moved to uh, New York and uh, struggled there, but struggled in a much more healthier environment.
0: mm mm-hmm. And um, public you know, image, the lyrics in that song. Could we talk about that? That's one of my favourites for you. That was obviously a moment of uh, re- redefining, yeah, who I was, who you were, yeah. um, and making it clear
2: to, to to the peoples of the world, this is the public image limited, not the over-exaggeration that the Sex Pistols turned into. They were turning us into some fiasco rock band who was just doing this all as like a the ultimate giggle. And no. I stand by every one of those words. This is vitally important to me. This is my first opportunity in life to tell it like it is from my point of view. Would you think I was gonna throw that away in silly Billy? No, 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 no. All the institutions and religions and powers that be that tried to rubbish my life up to that point, I thought deserved a response and that was it and that was it and i don't ever see any possibility of of uh, uh a sex pistols album part two because i've dealt with that side all right so i had the opportunity sad as it was that the pistols fell apart to uh reform myself and uh and i went into a completely different frame of mind self-analysis really
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh and exploring different musical terrains and finding different possibilities and, 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 and absolutely learning from the Sex Pistols that bum notes are sometimes the best notes.
0: I'm just trying to power through as many mm. as I can, if that's OK. Yeah. Um, so bodies, for me, I think that still stands up as the most visceral... Um, and, and still shocking to this day hmm. p- powerful piece of art that the Pistols created for me yeah. both musically yeah. as well and lyrically
2: that's, that, that's the, uh, from my own point of view the empathy I, I have for women who, who have a, uh, the endurance course of an unwanted uh, child um, they have to find an answer themselves and it's not for any man to tell them that and don't ever presume that a woman would, would make a decision like that lightly I I know this from experience and everything I've known about growing up. I mean, uh, my own mother um, uh, had me before they married. um, And I knew what a shame the Catholic Church and society was bringing on her because she explained it to me. And so, but for the grace of whatever, my mum made the decision to have me and and married my dad. But she might not have been able to. And it's, it's, you look at... um, orphanages and, and I, I dedicate an awful lot of money to orphanages and I keep that out of the public eye, it's no one's business it's just my empathy for unwanted children, how horribly cold and isolated those children feel, it's really sometimes in many cases not a life worth living for them as, um, this is after the death of my mother let's deal with this as an example what my dad used to do was he'd run out weekends for kids from orphanages. So they'd come visit and and live with a normal family for a weekend. And you'd bond with these kids and they'd become family members. But the authorities discovered that one of Dad's own natural children was Johnny Rotten. So they stopped it. And that was the most spiteful thing ever. I mean, yeah. You know, we knew, the, we knew these kids and, and we were denied access and yet they felt part of our family and that was torn apart by bureaucracy and presumption that we must be all ultimately evil for trying to share our world with other human beings less fortunate. Punishing, punishing. And all of that is in bodies. It's a powerful power. song. That's, you know, we understand like why well, it has to be a visceral landscape I create there. Because of the pain that's endured all sides. And to presume that abortion is just some flippant anti-religious thing. No, no, everybody feels this. Filth and fury, filth and fury. That's all the headlines came out as, you know. Fury, yeah, but no filth. The filth was them writing rubbish
0: about us. Well, and people from within that establishment like Savile, who we've, you know, yeah, finally Yeah, 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 oh, all
2: the very kind of people that were trying to t- talk family values, and look what they were doing. And, and there you go You again. were one of the
0: first people to call him out, right?
2: Yeah, well, I had to because of the oppression of the way they talked down to me, the BBC. This is, like, ultimately unacceptable. So I just unleashed a few truths on them. They, all our street kids knew about this. Yeah. Why didn't Why didn't the adult world same with priests you know somebody's got to like be the first to stand up and lucky me <laughs> to do that but guess that got me banned then for another load of years because i could say is ultimately uh, the more you ban me the better i'm gonna get
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the more books you're gonna
2: sell hopefully <laughs> well that's <laughs> neither here nor there yeah yeah i'm just I, joking. I, i'm not in this to profiteer I'm in mean this because uh, I'm unfortunately put in the position of, of, of being able to tell the truth. And so therefore I must. In memory of my mum, my dad, my culture, my
0: family, my friends, my one world ethic. On to Rise next. That for me is in my favourite 20 songs ever written by anyone um the passion in that I mean the soundscapes as well was specific and, and really unique to what Pill was doing yeah. at that time but yeah. you know, the well, well, a wonderful line.
2: blend you, you could say there's this African lilt in it too but there's also the heart and soul of Irish yeah. folk music yeah. in it and then a pop sensibility and, and all of these things kaleidoscoping really magnificently well together as they should do actually because all music is basically the same if we really really look into the heart of it and and using that like that lovely solid, beautiful rhythm, to tell you something about how the world's going wrong. And I I, I used the, the Nelson Mandela scenario there uh, and the torture techniques used on him, but also the, the the fact that the left wing at the time was so lovable loving of of Nelson Mandela but they weren't very interested in the reasons why he was locked up in the first place which was far from perfect you know he was very tribal and he hated other tribes and believed in torture himself and and so hello just tell the truth here and we'll get a better world and don't try and mollycoddle it all over with um the softiness of socialism because you'll find that the rock-heart-bottom soul of all political uh, ambitions is a complete lie, whether it be right-wing or left-wing. And it's uh, people like me, and hopefully you, that live a world of common sense somewhere in the middle. And that's where I'm writing from. And hopefully the pursuit of truth. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what's the point in living a lie for convenience? Who's, who's conveniently, like... Wanting us to absorb that nonsense
0: I read a story Tell me whether or not this is true After the Pistols broke up Did Richard Branson take you out to Jamaica With a view to maybe trying to get Devo To uh, ah, collaborate oh, with that's you That's an is absurd
2: <laughs> notion No,
0: <laughs> Devo were what there. Happened there Right, Devo
2: were there But no, um, Richard knew I, I had a great deep love For reggae Because uh, I grew up in a multicultural area Called Arsenal Land And uh, we were very mixed and so reggae was as uh, common to me as Hawkwind or anything else. It's just yeah. part of my culture and my, my upbringing, and it's something I knew a lot about. And they wanted to open a, a reggae wing at Virgin Records, so I was the resident expert. Nice. Just after the epistles had broke up, um, I had nothing to do at the time except wait for the court case, and uh, so off we went. And I, Is I it a good time in your life? Very excellent. Um, then He asked me would I require a, a staff or a crew. So, yes, Don Letts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Dennis Morris. Nice. And, and off we went. Oh, and Vivi Goldman, too, because she was like uh, quite an outspoken journalist. Not always positive for me. Right. But she knew a lot and loved reggae. Let's let that helicopter go by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're zoning in on me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I keep telling them it wasn't me what did it officer it's quite the view I had not even turned around it's, fantastic, it's a
2: nice spot isn't it it's, I think it's one of the very few open spaces left in London yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> there we sorry. go sorry where in the was go. I in Jamaica yeah with so with a ragtag bunch of so, you know, fans because
2: I knew a lot of, I knew a lot of chaps anyway from growing up and, uh, and you know and spinning a few records uh every now and again in nightclubs anyway and uh you know this is pre-pistols and and then during and then after so they, they, they knew my many character transformations but they knew me as john and so i'd be recommending bands for them and, and doing the introductions fantastic time but then Devo were there at the same hotel and uh i think it's dennis morris that caught them one night they'd uh They'd either crawl down the balcony or crawled up, but they were spying in through the window. So there, you one, there wasn't much money, and we were all sleeping in this one big bedroom. But it's a bit creepy when a, an American pop star's masturbating on your balcony through the crack <laughs> in, the, in the curtain. <laughs> and I would never, ever think Richard would be responsible for that. <laughs> You'd
0: hope not, right? You'd hope no. not.
2: But there were worse incidences there at the time. And that Malcolm, because he was so angry with me, because he wasn't Johnny Rotten, was his basic problem, that he did send a camera crew over there, led by one boogie who worked for Malcolm. And uh, their role was really, and we caught them, it was big youth who caught them, uh, hiding behind a bush with cameras and, and uh and, you know, listening devices to try and see what insults they could pick up to right. use against me. And uh, Mr. Youth went, Mum, we just have run him off island hunting and did. Nice. <laughs> right? Sent a package to the airport on that, that immediate sighting. And so there you go, you know. Devo wasn't my problem. It was really like uh, the spite and hatred left from my own band and people I'd worked with. People I'd think I'd worked very well and hard for.
1: real noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
0: You and Steve are still good friends to this day, right? No, me and Paul are good mates. You and Paul.
2: Steve is like, we both live in the same town but we don't, we don't talk to each other. It's, it's odd. But here it is. He's ex-directory. I can't get through to him. And I'm in the phone book. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, And that is odd.
2: And and, and over the years, it's not like... Is it it just because of the distance of time? No, it's like, look, you know, me and Glenn have been outspokenly, like, clashing for about our entire lives, but we still respect each other, really, when it comes down to it. A lot of the media, we used to enjoy the uh, the warfare they'd create, so we'd all feed them all manner of garbage, and then giggle like mad, reading it back, you know, of course... Did you read what you just said about me yesterday? Yes. <laughs> but it turns into poison years later when when them certain members go and get managements that then view that in a much more corrupt way. And uh, there it goes. And so all of that going on, I had to try and reform, uh, uh, sorry, start Public Image Limited. And the problems I had with Richard Branson at the time was he wanted me to... to uh, have a band that sounded like the Pistols part two. No, 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 moved on from then. I wanted to respect, you know, the, the skills of, of my newfound friends. And, and and Public Image started out as a, a band of friends. We'd all known each other for a long time. And so we were all learning all over again. And it was very interesting and exciting. But the record company intrigue involved in it just shattered I our aspirations of friendship it divided us uh we were all listening to different agendas and i was trying to tell my fellow band members don't listen to that that's what they do that's what happened with the pistols and and lo and behold things fell apart again you know and the record company going oh well now you have to go make the record we want you to well no the next one will come out and it'll be the same scenario so for endless years, I'd, uh, I'd have to keep changing members, never through choice, never ever. I just had to accept that they were going to continuously keep listening to that nonsense and it all just keep unfolding. So I learned to smile in the face of adversity, to quote Shakespeare. And uh, I think I did all right. I still managed to keep the threads of it together. But it came to a point where the debt became overwhelming. So for nearly two decades, I I couldn't function in in the wonderful world of music, which was the only thing I thought I was ever any good at. So I went into nature programs, starting with I'm a Celebrity, which I rejected for two years running, um, and raised an awful lot of money on that, but never used not one penny, all straight to charity, thank you. Right. Could have done with the cash, could have reformed Phil at that point, Pill at that point. No, I, I, to me, I viewed that as dirty money. So uh, moved on from that, and then all these TV companies started to be interested in the way uh, Mr. Rotten is really all right with nature. It surprised them as much as me, I've got to tell you, you know. Finsbury Park is, uh, you know, it sounds like a nice area to grow up in, <laughs> but it's basically grey concrete slabs yeah. of ugliness and car parks. I
0: live in Clapton, so it's right right down yeah. by me.
2: But, you know, everywhere is Dagnum until you open your heart. Um, <coughs> years and years of that, but raised enough money eventually to be able to buy my way out somewhat of them deals and then start our own label, P- Pill Official. And uh, since then Oh my gosh Well We've recorded two albums The same people We don't squabble There's no animosity We respect each other We're finding it a rich vein of ideology in, e- in each In our hearts and souls And it's fantastic and, and looking forward to making a third album Three in a row you know, it,
0: no, it, drama, no drama No hassle So
2: it can't really be coincidental once oh, no. the legal and, side... And,
0: and, unless you think I'm mellowing with age. <laughs> I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's the legal side corrupts the art, doesn't it, with music? It has it, done it since does. day one. And,
2: and, and I've got to tell you, the great many problems with record labels was when the accounting department started to dictate the flow. In them very early days, the, the, the first year at, at Virgin was, was hilarious and fantastic. And, and everyone was your friend. And, and they really were. But then their jobs were on the line and the purse strings were being tightened and the manipulation would start to creep in and, and you'd see it in their faces. They wanted to tell you something that they weren't allowed to. Mm-hmm. And so friendships tended to dissipate, but not all. I mean, to this day, I've still got friends that worked there then. Some of them were even became managers years later. This is like, uh, I'm like this, I'm loyal.
0: To people who tell me the truth, and there it is. Do you have a favourite? If you had to choose one song, yes, Corona. To... <laughs> corona! <laughs> Maestro. Is there one out of all the songs you revisited over? No, the no, years no. That it can't apart. possibly no. be like that.
2: No. And, uh, and and putting the book together and rewriting an awful lot of it. Um, in it's original content. I must say, is um, I realised that what I I do is um, they're all like little pieces of a. They're all like little pieces of a jigsaw puzzle that fit intricately in with each other. So if I was to pick one song, I'd have to then mention the ten tentacles that go out to ten other aspects of me. So one doesn't work without the other, and you don't get the full picture with any one particular piece.
0: There's one um, rich tapestry.
2: Yeah, and if you, if you read it with any sense of depth, you'll, you'll understand that I use catchphrases or, or a couple of words that poignant reminders of, 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 of offshoots philosophically wise mm-hmm. there and so it's a it's a juxtaposition of events because i'm kept in chaos between the years but when it comes to actually uh, committing the, the, these ideas to to uh, songs it's so great for me to have the right people around you know and sometimes it's vital right it is it is and and that it is a sense of love it's the most committed you could be outside of marriage actually probably more so it's more painful (laughs) (laughs) it's marriage without sex
0: (laughs) (laughs) john this has been a real delight thank you so much for your time
2: um yeah i don't know if i quite finished my point there with you well please continue the best work in this life is teamwork and with the right team it's quite amazing what you can achieve and here I am after all these years and endless revisions of pill and membership change which I never wanted. I finally found uh, a real joy and a love and a commitment to a, a nice Cozy group of, of of fellas that respect me as much as I respect them and the wonderful sounds and creativity we're capable of now. It's such a, a deep, rich vein of ideas we're in that it might be conceivable that I make records that are not a million miles apart, sound wise. They obviously will be by subject matter. But we have a real solidity with each other. and There's, there's something really worthy of exploring there. Uh, it's, it's fantastic what Pill is now. The Insane variety of Lou who, you know, it's cheap really to call him a guitarist because it's, that's the last thing he really plays. <laughs> he plays everything else. I don't know, the only connection would be there's strings on it. Uh, or Bruce, you know, comes at things with his, um, jazbo sensibility shall we say but you know i mean bruce was a uh, taught reggae drums when, when he was young but he's he's so flexible and he's really I'd, I'd say like uh the drummer james brown never had but should have wow um and scott wonderful amazing fellas found him on the internet for a tour manager so brilliant this all right Bill Barkley was his name, and he said, oh, you love him. Oh, he's so easygoing. So he showed us on the internet a picture of him, and he looked like a violent skinhead hooligan. (laughs) So I went, all right. (laughs) Rang him up, and I got on so well on the phone with him. I I found him to be as genuine as we were all seeking to be. Fantastic. We'd never look back. He he gelled so quickly with us. It's eight years back now. We set up a rehearsal in London. I arrived late deliberately, so to I wanted see to see how the rest of the guys. Yeah, 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 to see if yeah, they yeah. were like. And it was quite astounding. They were playing Albatross the best I've ever heard it. Wow! And I just walked. I'd, I, I, I'd, I'd had the microphone already set up right. In case it was good or bad, I was going to go, Get out of here, you clowns!
0: Or (laughs) getting rid of the... Straight in.
2: in. Straight in. And everything fell together from that moment. And Albatross, you would think, would be the most difficult thing.
0: They took it on. Metal box. I mean, that right there for me is artistically maybe Pills' definitive statement. If I could be so bold. Very dangerous
2: thing for for me to, like... um, Put together at that time, you you you've got to understand, you know, the pressures from the, the powers that be. I mean, the pressures from the powers that be uh, could hardly bear, never mind the bollocks. And uh, and then the first issue from pill was just, oh my God, are you people insane? And then <laughs> you ain't seen
0: nothing yet. <laughs> the answer was yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so it, I just made, I made my life more difficult and difficult, but musically i think i've opened so many people's minds hearts and souls to the possibilities of what music can do that that's the greatest achievement of all it really is you know it's a shame it didn't come with the money but something's got to give (laughs) guess which side of the fence i'm on and that's that's the heart and soul of it all that's what i mean the sex pistols was my mind and body because i had to think about what it was i was doing but once the started pill, heart and soul, the instinct took over. And the flexibility of the subject matter we could deal with beyond the irresponsibility of institutions was quite magnificent. Freed me up no end, cleared so many mental problems that I hadn't come to grips with. And and even really, really to, uh, to anger as an energy. I hadn't dealt with any of my childhood emotional disturbances. But this band now have really helped me. Songs like I'm Not Satisfied. That's, that's a seven-year-old telling you he doesn't know who he is and nobody's listening because the words come out sounding like garbage to adults. Crying in desperation. and Perfect scenario, really, to deal with that in a proper way. Close to it on another... On, on the, the first... Uh, Pill album um, theme is is that that crying in the wilderness thing,
0: but but I never is that relating back to your experience in hospital. Yeah, I did three months. But I will I broke my survive. back and I did three months. So I can't imagine. Well, you yeah. did how long? A year was it? A con- yeah, but you hadn't year. lost
2: your memories, had you? No. Right. I had to deal with the concept yeah. of who are these two strangers that keep sitting on the end of the bed? Well, it was mum and dad. My God, when that memory comes back, the amount of guilt is overwhelming. I did find out that I really was as nice and great a person I thought I should have been. What a reward. I've said it. Thank God it happened at seven. Imagine if I was 17 or 27. I might have been a horrible, murderous gangster. So there's something to be said about the youth. (laughs)
0: And obviously, you're still working through it, and I mean, there's still never, obviously never go away, it'd yeah, go
2: away. But it's it becomes less painful by dealing with it accurately and being able to share that and finding and knowing this in 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 our in Peel audiences. I can see it in their eyes, what they're telling me. It's a shared experience. It's um. I said this uh, a couple of years ago, and it was sneered at, but people are now beginning to understand when we say a uh, public image is like a church without a god we're dead bang on it and church is supposed to be a clearing of the soul and the heart and the mind and we're damn near there
0: the communal gathering right yeah For the greater yeah. good hope so that or the drugs haven't worn off. <laughs> 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 um, can I get one more cigarette for the road, John? You can. We'll wrap it there if you like. Mm. Thanks so much. Peace. That was a real pleasure. That that honest got to listen to was interesting. But well, I didn't want to take up too much of the man's. Uh, now we throw you off the balcony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that, now that's an ending. <laughs> I'm not dissatisfied. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Did you ever meet Bon Scott, just as a complete side note? Who's that? He was the original singer in ACDC and I know he was kind of knocking no. around the marquee club in the late 70s.
2: No. No. No, I I, I wouldn't be at those places. See, but, um, but many of the, the musicians from about the, the 60s that progressed to the 70s, I, I got to know. And it, for me, it was just how... Oh, Pete Hamill would be saying, "I'd run up like a stupid little fan." Go, ah. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Its music—it was always over-dramatic, overdone, you know, slightly heavy-handed. But there was pain in it. Yeah. And then, oh, what's that album? Roy Orbison. There's no. It's over. Oh a voice my to gosh! Yeah. A voice to die for, and in reggae, Horace Andy and uh, uh chris isaacs too as of a, as a late i love his music i love brian ferry singing and i love the texture he implants in the words oh he's so perverse
0: and yeah 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 decadent yeah. decadent is oh, definitely the word Oh skin it
2: just it's so beautiful but the, the textural landscapes he creates just the correct drop of a word the, yeah. the right sequence of notes it's wonderful these are the things that really impressed me people say it'd be can or whatever they're not understanding like, that was lovely clutter I, I liked when i was young but i don't want to imitate that because uh, you know it's kind of like um it was a, a freshen up yourself before the main course is there, there anyone ca- Captain around Captain that you'd like to collaborate with
0: uh, outside of pill uh, uh, that
2: n- no, I, I've, done the t- I've done the two main jobs that, that I have with uh, Bambata right? And a year later, there's, you know, all them uh, Aerosmith collaborations. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And because they were, like, uh, massively supported by the industry, that's how most people think rap began. No. Rap began a hell of a lot longer. It'd rap came from a Jamaican immigrants. No, toasting. Toasting yeah you know and toasting really is um i suppose Jamaica's not being able to do a good jim reeves impersonation <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mistakeism, but
2: but that's actually yeah. it yeah there's so much irish in, in jamaican music this is astounding we go back to you know when i was there representing virgin to sign up bands jim reeves was still number one in every record store, no matter how insane the dub they were pumping out, they'd be, give me Jim Reeves London."
0: Is home still LA? Is it still Venice? At the moment, yeah. 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 Do you miss London?
2: Well, I'm here, aren't I? Yeah. What's there to miss? <laughs> here we are. What? Hello. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here once or twice a year. That's as good as I need it to be. And uh, I'm, I'm quite glad about that because I, th- I think I'd become very cynically depressed if I had to endure it all year round. But that's me, it's, it's the the jippo of my dad that need to constantly travel to not, not get too settled. Once I recognise the dust pile in a corner, it's time to get up and move. <laughs>